Good morning, my next staff, Samar Ches, Kri Chashav, Samar Zayin, the Gwanav, Samar Zayin, we're discussing different items that the woman brings into her marriage. Some of them we add the Aitlik Stupa, we add a third, and some of them we detract a fifth. And this is the Gwanav, discussing in different Yonin Staka, that person is a Chiv too. Give to the person, give that person's level, to fill his lack, to fill his his standard. Then we saw the Gemara on the bottom, brought down different stories. We gave Tzedaka, they gave it Pitsina, they gave it in private ways. And we saw the Gemara on the top of the top said we have to thank the Ramayim, the people who, give, the people who are claiming to need Tzedaka, even though they really need it. We have to thank them because if not for them, we would be, we would be over every time we don't give Tzedaka. Today we're going to continue discussing a little bit the ideas of Tzedaka. The Bible is going to discuss the halacha of how we give parnasa to a girl when she gets married. Again, if the father dies, generally the father, if the father is alive, the father will give it in the dunya. But if the father is not around, how much do we give to the daughter? That's going to be discussion. So let's pick up a tab of the Aleph. Says the Hilagi Gemara, Tan Rabbanon. We're telling down from the top. Says the Gemara, a person who pretends to be blind, pretends to have stomach issue, pretends to be lame, he's not going to leave this world until it actually happens. Again, a person who doesn't really need it, eventually that person will make it that he's poor, and he's going to have to be kapot zaka. Tanas, we learned, it says, we learned that a person is not going to sell his house and the kale that he uses in order not to collect shivcha and peya. I mean, even though the person's, he's poor, he has a house, but we say, no, he's still allowed to collect, he's still allowed to collect those things. Says the Gemara, Below, you don't have to sell those things. You're allowed to collect We learned that a person has to downgrade his lifestyle in order not to collect stock. A person who's using golden utensils against say, Oh, I'm very poor. I'm going to collect stock. No, he has to sell and buy cheaper utensils. It depends. Your table and your bed. It depends. Your table and your bed versus your cutlery and your cups and your plates. The Gemara explains. The Gemara assumes that the reason why we we don't force a person to sell his cups and buy other ones because I'll say it's disgusting. I don't want to use a different type. So the same thing about his table, his table and his bed. He, wants, he needs that specific table and bed. He, he doesn't want a different one. So uh, what's the chilek? Before we're talking about when we said you have to sell his stuff, that's referring to a silver plow. He's a very expensive plow that you can sell. It doesn't make a difference what type you have. That's so that you have to downgrade. Or a papa suggests that it depends. Or a papa suggests that it depends. Or a papa suggests that it depends. If the person is just collecting shikham peya properly, then we would say he doesn't have to sell stuff. Let's say the person collected inappropriately, and now Bezin's coming to reclaim his assets, and he doesn't have any money. So then we say, we'd say he has to sell his stuff in order to pay back Bezin. Says, again, generally speaking, when the father the father's alive, so the father gives to the daughter a tenth of his estate for an endunya. However, let's say the father died, so what do we do? So let's say the mother or the, or the brother married her off, and they only gave 100 zos, 50 zos. So the law is that when she gets older, she's allowed to be meich and, and reclaim the amount that the father would have given her. Rehuda says that if the father, again, the father dies, and the father married off the first daughter, and he gave a certain amount to the first daughter, we assume we should give the same, the second, the same thing to the second daughter. You can't compare different daughters. It could be a person who was poor then became rich, or rich then poor. You can't give the same to each daughter. We evaluate the nechassim, we evaluate the nechassim, how much they're worth now, and that's how much we would give. Says the Gemara, 
Again, according to the Chum, we give a tenth. We're going to go through explaining each one of the issues. Amar Shmuel leparnasa shavon ma'ab says the Gemara leparnasa. Shmuel holds we evaluate based on the father, meaning it's not a standard shear. It's not necessarily a tenth of the nechasim. Like Rashi says, habas yisem shabas linasa noisel and adunya kviyamit shon bekin bavia vachon ekamtun. We evaluate is the father a generous person? Is he a stingy person? That's the amount that we would give to the daughter. Again, some Rishonim understand that it only means we would give less than a tenth, not more than a tenth. But the Ritzvah and other Rishonim say no. Avad it means both ways, either more or less, depending on the. Father. Father's now going to bring a few questions. Shmuel, that is it correct what Shmuel said that we evaluate based on the father, and that's what we give. And the daughters, and Parnassa from the father's estate. We don't say the father's alive so much we give. Rather, we give a tenth. Meaning, once that woman gets married, you see, Clark, it's not an evaluation of how much the father would give, it's a standard share. No, we're talking about when she's not married. When she's not married, this is how much we would give. It's a standard share. That means that when she gets married as well. It's both talking about when she's not married yet. Here, one parnas is talking about for food and drink. One's talking about for clothing and, and other items. And both of those, both of those things are a standard chair. However, when she gets married, that's what we value. The, like Shmuel said, we value the father, and then it would depend on what that personal father was. If you think it literally means that the person became poor, became rich. You can tell me that Tanakam holds that the person originally was rich, gave his daughter a very big, a very big dowry, and now the second daughter comes along, and now he doesn't have any money. You're going to tell me that we have to give the, 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 the daughter the same amount that he gave the first? He doesn't have the money. It means that the person still has the same amount of money, but rather either became less, he became more generous or became stingier. And then the mission says that we just evaluate, we give a tenth. You see, Clark, that we don't go to Shmuel. That would be disproved to Shmuel, but Shmuel is like the Shita Rebuhu. Simon the Mishnah Rebuhu. He sees Bas Rishon. He knows the Mishnah Kederach. Shnas the Mishnah. You give like the one that you gave to the first. You see that's an Umdra. We go Bas what the father would give. Why don't we say we go? Why didn't he say? Why don't Shmuel speak out? We pass like Rebuhu. Yeah, Malach Rebuhu. Have me na Dafka Sia. Do you like that? I will let you like Kamash says the more because if we Shmuel said Malach Rebuhu, I would think Dafka the father married the daughter off. The first order off. That's what we say. This far that we go Bas Rebuhu. But if the father didn't marry the first order off, and now it's just up to us to give the, the, the to give the shear. Maybe I'll say that it's a tenth. So we always evaluate the father's dance, generous or stingy, and we give that amount. Says the Gemara, why talk to teach that he married her off? Even though he married the first order, gave her a certain shear, we don't say that we should give the same shear to the second order, no, give a standard shear. Says the Gemara, I heard your name Depends on the father. If we can't invite the father, if the father doesn't live in our city, then we give the standard share of a tenth. Because we have a story that Rebbe gave a twelfth of the so what's the We just said a tenth. It depends if you could evaluate the person that we go back to the Umdana. Therefore, we give. Whether he's more, if he's more generous, we give less. We give more than a tenth, we give a fifth, we give a sixth. If he's less generous, then we give less than that. Like we see in the story, we gave a twelfth. This is the standard shear that you give a tenth for the, for the dowry. 
Yes, Rabban has ten daughters and one son. Ain't Rabban walking Rabban is coming. You're telling me the son doesn't get anything. The son doesn't inherit anything because the daughters all take a tenth. There's nothing left. I'm going to say back to him. Kachni, I'm going to say we shine it out. It's going to cost Shnei Meshes Shaira. Shishin Meshes Shaira. Each one takes a tenth of what's left. So therefore, it's going to be left for this son. Because there's one who's Meshav. And then afterwards, once they each take their portion, then they divide up equally again. Now says more. Kachad Chad didn't Nafshes Shakla. Why? What's the Shad that after they each take a tenth? And then the second daughter takes a tenth of what's left. Now you tell me that they pull it all together, and now they divide it up equally. What's the shot? That each one took what was rightfully theirs. So why do I have to divide it up again? How come Israel is saying, If they all want to get married at the same time, then Allah says, We do this chalukah, tenth, the tenth, the tenth of what's left, and then we divide it equally because they all, they all want to get married at the same time. So it's not like one zechah before the other. However, in a regular case where they're each getting married separate times, then in the each person would be zechah in the tenth, and the second daughter would get a little less, etc., etc., etc. It means they all take together and then they would divide up equally. Tanar Abadan says that we're going to write Sabanis, Bain, Bagra, Let's say the daughters, either became, again, the father died, either they became a Begaris or they got married before they became a Begaris. So they lost, they don't get Mazanis anymore because now they're married or they're Begaris, but they don't lose their Parnassa, they don't lose their dowry, even though they weren't, even though. They didn't say anything, they don't lose their dairy. Bishim Lazar, Amr, Afi, Parnassas, they lose the dairy as well. Ketan, I says, what should they do if they don't lose the dairy before they become Begaris? Sayyachas, Lambayla, Maitzil, and Parnassas, we tell them to get married before they become Begaris, and then they'll have to get the dairy then, and that's how they get the Parnassas. Amr, Nachman, Amr, Lehon, Oh, Kerebi, Pasma, Kerebi, Esir, Amr, Nachman, Depends. If she makes macha before, then she doesn't lose parnasa. Doesn't make macha. Let me see him shoes but the way that we're going to answer this year in Rebbe is what if she makes a machal, then she would still get it. If she doesn't make a machal, she wouldn't get it. If she becomes a Begaris, she doesn't have to make a machal. If she becomes a she gets married, she doesn't make a machal to get the dowry. However, if she gets both, if she comes to a Begaris and she gets married, then she has to make a machal. If she doesn't make a machal right away, she loses the dowry. I love that question. And he answered, it depends whether you made a machal or not. You see, Clara, you have to make a machal. It's more like Kasha, they come Mitzvah, how do like a Mitzvah? Depends if she's getting Mitzvah or not. What's the Chalik? Like Rashi explains that if the girl is getting Mitzvah from the brothers, even though they don't have to give Mitzvah, so there she's embarrassed, that's why she doesn't make a Machat. So she's not really Michael. The reason why she didn't make a Machat is because she's embarrassed to ask for it. However, if she's not getting Mitzvah, so then we assume that if she didn't get a, if she doesn't make Machat, then she loses it because she shouldn't be embarrassed. If she didn't make Machat, then she would lose it. Says the Gemara. The dairy that the father gives to the door is not like However, I However, Parnas is just a suggestion. Our is a good idea, but if the person says, I don't want to do it, Allah is, we don't force him to do it. We'll continue discussing. Allah is with Staka.
that a person who pretends to need tzedakah and doesn't really need it, eventually is going to really need the tzedakah. And then we saw the, the Mishnah and the Gemara discussing the halacha of how much we give to the daughter for the parnasa for her dowry, for the father's if the father is not alive anymore, is it a ten? Is it a standard shear of a tenth? Is it dependent on the father? We saw those in Machlegis in the Mishnah as well as in the Gemara. Let me saw the Gemara on the base discussing whether the daughter, when she gets older, she has to make a machav. She gets married. She comes to Begaris. And finally, we just saw that Parnassus is not like Tanakh Suba. The Gemara concluded it means that Parnassus we don't force the father versus Mizainus or Tanakh Suba we would force the father even if he says he doesn't want it. Have a wonderful day.